0: This program contains mature subject matter,
1: including maladjusted
2: youth, masochistic killbelies, and the excitement of the Price is Right.
0: It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers.
2: Viewer discretion advised. Right.
3: I would like, if
2: I may, to take you on a train. John
3: F. I'm giving you a choice. I can put on
4: these glasses. G- g- I'll start eating that trash can.
5: You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We had a real chance with this.
0: Kermit the Frog Did 9-11 Allow me to explain. In November of 2002, It's a Very Merry Muppet Christmas movie was released. In the movie, there's a part where Kermit yells that he wishes he'd never been born. So an angel named Danny, played by David Arquette, transports him to a world where he was never born, so he could see what that would look like. Kermit tries to talk to his old friends who don't recognize him because they never met him, and during this trip, he goes to Miss Piggy's apartment. And through her window, we see a glimpse of the Twin Towers. Note that no other shot of the New York City skyline in the movie's real world shows the Twin Towers, implying that it's in some way Kermit's fault. Perhaps Kermit didn't directly cause the towers to fall. Maybe it was just a series of butterfly effect like events. But as far as I'm concerned, this is all Kermit's fault in that scanning.
6: Welcome to Behind the Schemes, episode 34 for February 22nd, 2021. This is Booberry, and we got Malachi back here tonight. How you doing, bud? I knew it! Kermit, green, <laughs> lizard, fucker, frogs, lizards,
1: they're all the same.
6: I was trying to think of a witty, uh, some sort of uh, witty, Muppets can't melt steel beams sort of joke, but there was nothing coming.
1: He's related to the Cheneys.
6: <laughs> oh, Wow, that escalated really quickly.
1: Yeah, man. Just check it out. It's
6: true. Look into it, man. Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. It's on Reddit. Oh, cool. Uh, right. Oh, um, so we uh, we have a, a show uh, show notes for tonight, and something that I, I don't know if you listened to last week, but um, something that we s- opened the show with was drawing a tarot card. Would you like to know what tonight's tarot card is? sure it's the queen of wands a woman who usually lives in the country and is fond of nature and of home she has a power of attraction and command but is well liked and honorable sound in her judgments if the card does not represent a woman it represents the qualities mentioned so that's uh <laughs> it's more uh, i guess in the grand scheme of tarot cards i when you when you come across one of the uh, four suits, it's more of a person or an interaction with somebody. I don't know how much interest you actually have in tarot cards. What's
1: what? what huh? I'm sorry, you lost. Me. Just what? kidding. That's oh. how much interest I've had. <laughs> oh, I have. Oh, I I know very very little, and I'm sorry to break your heart on that. So,
6: <sighs> well, here we go. <laughs> We're back. Yep. Should have marked that. I'm gonna mark that right now. Actually, boom. Okay. Well, you know what. Fuck it. Let's just get into some, uh, some other clippage.
4: You know, Chinese leaders, if you know anything about Chinese history, it has always been the time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So, the central... Oh, to vastly overstated, The central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of, of uh, China, and Taiwan trying to end the one-China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the way, he said, he, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country, and they, their leaders are expected
5: to follow.
1: Yeah, he um, gets it.
4: <laughs> what the
1: fuck did we just listen to? I mean, I know what we just listened to, but what the fuck? Seriously, He's, he is the guy that uh, the globalist chose to be the president of the United States. How fucked up is that? Seriously, that made no sense at all, except for the fact that he's just like, I'm not going to stand up to him. He knows it's cultural differences. It's cool.
6: No, I think the technical term was cultural yeah. norms.
1: Norms. Yeah, there you go. Norms. <laughs> it's normal to put people in concentration camps and have slavery. It's normal. Well, it isn't normal under these fucking crazy
6: communists. I got a not safe for life uh, BBC story to sort of uh knock home that uh, this is not really a cultural norm here or it shouldn't be at least you want to you want to blast through it real quick cuz some of the shit sure. is that
1: that's is this in in relationship to what Biden was saying right there
6: well it's uh, yep. it's recounting one of the people that went through the uh, quote unquote I'm looking at it right here re-education camps um, right again that's bbc
1: Oh yeah, BBC is a re education camp.
6: So uh and, so, and I, I don't I don't know it's
1: if I want to a, it's a it's a online re-education camp.
6: That's <laughs> <laughs> all the BBC is, man. What's that one? <laughs> Phoenix University? <laughs> yeah. Um and some of this stuff is is it's pretty harrowing. Uh again, it's in the show notes for tonight. But um, you know, if uh if, if one has the stomach to sit there and read through this, it's it's, I, I want to go
1: to it, but I definitely want to come back to some of this Biden town hall, you know, and, and talk a little bit more about it. But go ahead with what you're doing.
6: You know. Gotcha. Uh, so, women in China's re education camps for the Uyghurs have been um, systematically raped, sexually abused, tortured, according to uh, a detailed new account obtained by the BBNC. Um, this woman spent nine months inside China's vast and secretive system of internment camps in the Xinjiang, uh, uh, man, I'm going to butcher that one region. Uh, according to Shang independent, Shang. according to independent estimates, more than a million men and women have been detained in the sprawling network of camps, which China says exists for the "quote unquote" reeducation of the Uyghurs and other minorities. Uh, it, her name was Ters- Tersune. Uh, again, I, I really apologize for butchering of uh, pronunciations. Just, what you do is you
1: just pick a name and go with it. Yeah. Go hardcore. Don't to apologize. <laughs>
6: Never apologize. We're, Amer- We're Americans, damn it. We shouldn't have to apologize for butchering names. Um, so uh, human rights groups say the Chinese government has gradually, gradually stripped away the religious and other freedoms of the Uyghurs, culminating in an oppressive ...system of mass surveillance, detention, indoctrination, and even forced sterilization, and that the policy flows directly from China's President Xi Jinping. China says reports of mass detention and forced sterilizations are, quote, lies and absurd allegations. And it is impossible to verify... It is impossible to verify this account completely because of the severe restrictions uh, China places on reporters in the country but travel documents and immigration records she provided to the BBC uh, corroborate the timeline of her story. Um, She was with her husband in 2018 when she was instructed to report to a local police station, and (laughs) again, here it is, she was told that she needed more education. Don't we all? Yeah, you're about to get schooled, son. Another central feature of the camps is classrooms, just like those, uh, those Sesame Street characters, right? Mm. Teachers have been drafted in to, quote, re-educate the deta- detainees, a process activists say is designed to strip the Uyghurs and other minorities of their culture, language, and religion and indoctrinate them into mainstream Chinese culture. Uh, their hair was cut. Which this is something that we talked about on the show. There was a huge shipment in the number of tons. I think they found in Georgia of hair that they suspected came from the Uyghur camps. Um, oh this yeah gets, this gets
1: stop right yeah the the ship was that it weighed what was it tons? There was you know the weight of the of the hair was in the tons. Yeah, all that long. if I'm not mistaken, right.
6: I want to say i was 13, but I I didn't think to look back. I don't know. 13
1: tons. Think about how much hair that was.
6: Um, This is good. Uh, They underwent unexplained medical tests, took pills and were forcibly injected every 15 days with a you want to you want to vaccine?
2: I demand a vaccination to come immediately. Yes.
6: Uh, That brought on nausea and numbness uh you know what brings on nausea and numbness to me (laughs) do it do it
2: do it god God damn it
1: kamala harris's voice
6: (coughs) what was that (laughs) oh it was was a big mistake it was (laughs) (laughs) it was 13 tons of shipment a 13 ton shipment of human hair um cnn july 20th 2020 yep um and they got the and, uh and now
1: i'm gonna let you keep going right after i just rant look just this and now they have total control and they have total power there's no one on the planet that's gonna stand up to china at, at all nothing there is nothing to stop any of this right now i don't you know nothing
6: well um let's see, i'm just looking at this last uh little paragraph g looms large over the camps Um, I don't think we'll ever get to the point of seeing giant Biden posters everywhere. Mm -mm. I don't think, I don't think we're quite there yet. Um,
1: he's not, he's, he's not meant to be a leader. He's meant to be, he's just, they're just setting him up, whatever. Yeah. They're like, we're going to see it just in case that we can't rig this whole fucking thing. At least he could be the fall guy somehow. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what's going on with Biden.
6: Well, that's not the but only like, thing going Damn, on. It,
1: it worked. You know, that's, it worked. Cool.
6: You looked at anything for HR 127 yet?
1: Mm, wh- which one is that? Is that the firearms?
6: Yeah. Firearm yeah. Licensing and Registration Act.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. But, you know. <laughs> Uh, states ought to stand up to it unfortunately I live in a state with a communist governor
6: uh, I got some of the major tenants here if you want to if you want to hear them uh, yeah. federal registration of all firearms national gun registry limitations on all types of firearms federally mandated insurance expensive and managed by the federal government um, this one's quoted at 800 some eight hundred dollars per year psychological evaluations by state approved psychologists for approval Mm -hmm. to purchase firearms state approved. You know what they should do? They should just make a Snapchat filter that determines it for you. A Snapchat filter that will like give you a, a, a firearm license.
1: It's getting ready to get ugly, I think. You know, there's a reason there's barbed wire fencing around Congress in D.C., you know? And that's because they know they stole all, they stole the government out from under the American people. You know, and they just stole it from them. They took it from everybody. And, you know, not everybody realizes this. A lot of people are like, yay, Biden won. You know, <laughs> I voted for Biden. It's cool. That's fine you voted for Biden. They still stole this shit out from underneath the American people.
6: Wait, can you hear it? Can you hear it there in the background? Imagine all the people living wow. in the world.
1: Yes. Ooh.
6: Yeah, just like that. And they. It's,
1: it's like be. it's like if John Lennon hated everybody on the fucking planet. That's what the Democrat or the communist are like. <laughs> yeah. And if John Lennon wrote shitty fucking music, but you. Or the only music you could hear, you know? Anyway, that's what they want to do. You know, oh, this music wasn't written by John Lennon. We need to de-platform, you know? The shit that's going on now is insane. They're getting ready to start doing some serious lawsuits. The shit that went down today with the Supreme Court is insane. That they won't even... They called the election um, question, you know, the uh, case before them about the Pennsylvania election is moot, you know, and now, now maybe I'm mistaken, but it's they didn't take it up before the election in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court because it had no standing. Right, right. So this like no standing in its moot and, and now they can do anything. Anybody can do any unelected body that calls themselves an election committee can do whatever the fuck they want and change whatever law they want whenever they want. And they can never go to court. This is the precedent that's being set. It's insane. We we don't have a government anymore. It has been overtaken. It's over. They're getting ready to start take, charging the entire Donald Trump family with made-up crimes. They're going to, you know, and then they're going to, it's one after the other. It's like Alex Jones is first. But they're they're not stopping, man. This has not even begun yet, you know. it's uh, uh, That's what I think. I'm a pessimist. Uh, no, I'm an optimist.
6: Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Well, over with. (laughs) I do got, I do got like one smidgen of a filibuster thing for you here in a little bit. Um, but, uh, just looking a little more in depth at HR 127 because they're not going to take the guns away. Uh, they're just going to psyche value and limit your magazines and tax stamp the shit out of you and apparently make you pay for insurance. And, um, I hope that there wasn't, um, any bad blood in the family because those evaluations are going to be extended to family members including former spouses it establishes a uh, registration system that will be accessible federally state local governments including the military general public system will track the make model serial number of all firearms their owners the dates they are required and where they're being stored so how many guns you got your house and where are they at bruh tell me Mm -hmm. government man's got to know
1: yeah why do they need to know all that shit why they need to know that shit they don't give a fuck about it in chicago you know they're not doing anything about it out there what's this all about
6: (laughs) what the fuck is going on
1: what is this all about
6: oh and uh sorry just to back up here a little bit ladies and gentlemen um that was our section called (laughs) politics just to add a nice little tag flare sort of theme to the moment, um, do you want a little COVID nineteen eighty four stuff? I found it's sure. super. It's super short. It's some. Uh, it's just some Tim Dillon stuff.
2: I'm ready. We all know coronavirus COVID nineteen is a random, devastating thing. We get it. Probably lab made. More and more credible people are saying that now. That will probably be uh, something that becomes an accepted belief sooner rather than later. Mm. Maybe not a bioweapon, but certainly a manipulated virus for maybe research purposes or a bioweapon. We don't know. In some stage of development. But a lot of people are saying that now. And we get it. It's incredibly unpredictable and strange. Um, but it's a Sophie's choice. We we, we cannot keep everything closed down. We know that. It's not possible. Somebody has to work.
6: Tim Dylan That's where hit. he's
2: yeah, you know, that's where he's wrong. <laughs> Nobody's gotta work.
6: Well, uh, lucky for you, that's exactly what he goes into.
2: And then the rage at, like, Chappelle and Rogan and anyone that's gotten on a stage and done stand-up comedy and the rage at restaurants opening outside. I understand people could criticize and go, hey, I do not agree with this. I I don't think it's... But the rage, people that don't understand that there are, as Thomas Sowell would say, there's no solutions here, only Mm trade-offs. Only, you know... The rage that people have at small businesses for opening uh, at reduced capacity, I can't wrap my head around it. I think it's that there's a lot. Listen, when you read these Twitter accounts of the people that are truly angry at at people for opening restaurants or doing comedy shows, does anyone believe that those people care about people? people does anyone think that that's coming from an altruistic place that they're concerned about people's health
6: or actually i guess it would help if i had the last one in there too wouldn't it <laughs> it's fine hey so i kind of got that multiplayer thing to work how does it sound does this does it still sound like it's in a can that sounds good fuck yes getting oh so, so close each and every time Um, I don't know. How do you feel about Tim?
1: Oh, he's great. What he's saying is right. Spot on. You know, it's spot on. I think he's just getting down to where, you know, these people are absolute communist fucks that hate everything. They hate family. They hate life. They hate happiness. They hate everything that's good and pure in the world. Why I don't know, man. That's but in them this fucking idea that just people who want to be free and independent and work hard are some, some somehow evil people. I don't understand it. I don't know how anybody could. Um, you, know,
6: you know. Well, lucky for you, those people don't actually exist.
2: Or do these people just hate life and they love the idea that they're not gonna have to leave their home, and shake somebody's hand, and look them in the eye and participate in any social situation. And they like that. They like it because on the internet, they have maybe something going on. Maybe, maybe they have 8,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> but in real life, many of these people don't exist. Truly, they don't exist. They're like vapors. They're barely there. They are strange gaunt, odd, antisocial people who hate real life. They have found solace uh, on the internet, which
6: is where they would like life to stay forever. Kind of sounds like a cult. (laughs) I'm glad he's turning around like this. Uh, He's definitely erred on the side of caution as far as not coming out right and saying that the mask and well, I, I OK, I, sh- I should back up because I don't know for sure if he has or hasn't commented on the mask. For the most part, he seems like, yeah, you know, we should go along with the general recommendations, the guidelines, just so we can get this fucking done and over with. Uh, but now he's turning, he's coming around and he's saying other people are coming around saying that was created in a lab funded by the NIH it's fine. I like it. Um I think this is uh, I think he's an important dude. Uh
1: well they've just there's more money being sent there now. I think in this next either it was an executive order or maybe it was in the COVID relief or something there you know. I don't remember the dollar figure or something you know they're, but they're shoving money to the Wuhan lab.
6: Uh, Sir Soder actually has a has a it's mind blowing. <laughs> he's got a phenomenal clip from uh, Jim Brewer, who's doing the same sort of uh, sentiment, which is pretty phenomenal. I'll try and get it from him. Have you heard
1: you. about that though? Am I just you know? Um,
6: We're sending more about? money to California for uh, COVID. Not bailout.
1: California, the China, a Wuhan lab.
6: That's what I said.
1: Oh, California. <laughs> <laughs>
6: did i stutter
1: <laughs> um when, well now i'm missing something so what about california is it just china am i missing
6: yes that that was the joke yeah
1: okay gosh i'm the worst yeah
6: <laughs> jesus <coughs> so we're sending more relief packages more money i haven't i haven't seen this um yeah, I, I,
1: I'm not going to, yeah, I don't like being super unprepared when I'm talking about specific things, so I'm not going to dwell on it. But I, I did hear something, and I don't remember right off the top of my head the source, but that more money's heading to their, to the uh, Wuhan laboratory, you whatever could, it's called.
6: You could just say legend has it.
1: Legend has it.
6: Legend yes. has it. Yeah
1: to do the work
2: sometimes when you're doing the work.
6: Yeah. Uh, I got one more. Tim Dillon, COVID rage number two.
2: And I think a lot of that's where the, a lot of the rage comes from, like the anger at a restaurant. And yes. cases are dropping now. <laughs> cases are falling. And, it, you know, <laughs> if you can't open up when cases are falling and you, you can't open up, people are against you opening up when cases are rising, when would you open up? Well, when there are no cases. No. <laughs> One is sick.
6: <laughs> what?
2: Uh, Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Can
1: we open now? No. It's just like the uh, uh, there was an uh, interview on CNN uh, recently with a uh, I think he was a member of Congress from Illinois or somewhere. I was trying to look him up. That said, you know, if you're if you have a small business and you can't support fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage, then we don't want you. <laughs> We don't want we don't want business that can't support fifteen dollars an hour. And um, get the fuck. I out thought of here. that was fascinating. I'm trying to find it. Um, but it's, it's been a while, and I've been really busy. So I had uh, you know with work, and I haven't had time to prepare and do stuff. But, you know, and that's it, it sucks. But that's just the way it is. My um, work's been really good. Um, because I'm just recording music, and it's pretty awesome. What kind of and album is it? I can't. It's a, I'm recording a bunch of different people. So I'm recording with uh with my band, my buddy Mark, uh, and I'm recording with some people at the college that, that are with some original music, uh, and it's kind of just like folk. Pop folk, I don't know. It's good. You know, a girl can really sing, and uh, and the musicians are incredible. And it's been a lot of fun, um, but it's been busy. So that's good. And I, it's it's unusual to be busy with fun fun work. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's like, like- this shit sucks. Man, I can't find it. Now I don't even know what I'm like. Oh, I'm just looking for that one. I, I get I get lost. I thought I could find the article quick. But anyway, CNN interviewing uh, the, the congressman, and he just says $15 an hour. You know, if you can't handle it, you're going to get lost because we've got Amazon and Walmart, and they're enough to cover you, you know? Yeah. Small business fucker. God,
6: It's insane. Just a giant transference of wealth. Uh, so what I, that's th- what that's what I'm kind of coming around to as far as um, I guess the sort of lifeline of climate change is not only have people profited off of the things that they sell to us from every angle, whether it be food, services, products, tools, whatever, medical, uh, cosmetic, but now they're going to turn it around and be able to profit. Off of our waist for a problem that they introduced, and now we will shoulder and i i don't know if that's uh i don't know if that's a fully fleshed out train of thought but it's something something to keep chewing on are they just going to profit off of our chat uh our trash cuz they'll profit when they shut the uh you know these businesses down transfer all that all that fucking power
1: yeah uh, you know i don't even know where to go on that i'm having the worst luck finding my articles i'm getting distracted by the computer uh trying to find a, a clip that would have been perfect right there that I can't, whatever. It's
6: like, I just saw it
1: anyway, not on it, on my game in that way. So I'm going to just focus back on talking and, and listening instead of scrolling.
6: Well, I can, I can take us into a little <laughs> mind crime, uh, vice, our favorite publication. I shouldn't say favorite. I shouldn't even say that in, in jest, uh, cause vice is a very propagandistic sort of publication. I don't know. They used to be cool and edgy, but I look back and I was like, Oh, were you just trying to program me to be cool and edgy? What the fuck is going on here? Vice. Uh, but vice did another video on conspiracy theorists. And this one struck out to me because, uh, Sir seat sitter had done his interview finally with David Icke, um, which I can send to, I don't know if you have any time to check it out. He said, hello, by the way, he was in the chat earlier um all right but uh here's a here's a quick couple little clips about (laughs) conspiracy theories david ike and uh some X-Files.
7: Here's an unfortunate red pill for the conspiracy community. Whole sections of your worldview have been ripped off from random bits of pop culture trash. Hollywood blockbusters, daytime TV, pulp novels, and kids' comic books.
5: First step the America.
3: Reptilian entities are behind this manipulation of human society. Where
6: conspiracy theories and pop culture meet.
7: Let's start right at the top with conspiracy superstar David Icke. Ike was briefly a professional footballer. Then, in 1991, he appeared on a British talk show wearing a turquoise tracksuit and declared he was the son of God.
4: You claim to be the son of God. Mm-hmm.
3: Is yep. that true?
7: Yes. You see, the thing is that uh, see,
3: it's quite, it's quite funny, really.
7: He's now spent 30 years developing various theories, all underpinned by the essential <laughs> belief that. A
6: uh, I, there's one thing that stands out immediately. I, it's, this has got a cu- couple of seconds left, th- 13 seconds left, but, uh, just the immediate spin. It's like, Hey, so this guy used to be an athlete, but then all of a sudden came out as the son of God. And my first reaction was, well, technically if you're into it, we're all the son of God, man, or children of God, man. But that was just me being kind of, kind
1: of, they cut it, <laughs> you know. The editing on that res-
6: response—shifty editing, class.
1: man. It's, all, it's hilarious. That's you know, how you, that's
6: like, how you fucking uh, smear someone. It's like let's go find some uh, rather out there. I'll give it to you out there. Um, I think he was being sincere about it. I think he's a very intelligent and uh, he's got some interesting perspectives that I certainly agree with. But go
1: on. I, I want to continue on this. I, I think I watched this clip a while back, and it, it goes into some an interesting
7: a race of shape shifting, pan dimensional lizard men have been secretly controlling the destiny of the human race. He sold millions of books, can fill concert halls with thousands of paying fans on speaking tours. David, Oink!
6: David Oink! the lizard people. Maybe that one was a little early. So you have seen this video then? Yeah, yeah, you posted it on the. Uh, oh, right. that's right. I forgot that I did. Yeah. Um, it's s- great. Have you Keep ever se- have you ever
1: seen the? I was. It was my favorite cho- show as a child. Hell yeah! Growing up.
6: I've seen the. I've seen the remake in 2000, 2000 whatever. I haven't seen the original, but um, the
1: remake. No, it was disgusting. It was hard. It, <laughs> it was like redoing uh
7: Point Break or something. It's yeah. Dumb.
6: It's stupid. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, so this is more about V. In
7: a recent interview in which he declared coronavirus was a hoax had over 8 million views by the time YouTube removed it. (sighs) But there's a problem here. I mean, there's many problems here, but a major one is that his whole fundamental theory is pretty much stolen straight from the plot of a 1980s TV show. The show V ran in the US and the UK in the 80s. It's pretty good. Basically, aliens arrive on Earth. They look just like us. Initially, they offer technological improvements, gaining the trust of the humans. But the heroes then discover that they're actually giant lizards disguising themselves in humanoid costumes, planning to enslave our planet, replace our leaders, and harvest us for food, which basically is the gist of David Icke's entire philosophy.
3: People can deny their existence if they like. I do not give
7: a shit. They exist. So, when Ike goes on about reptile conspiracies, is he receiving divine revelations to save the human species as he claims? Or are these the half-remembered tracks of a TV show he saw shortly before he announced himself the Son of God? It's impossible to say for sure, but we do know Ike is a V fan. He said before that he thinks that the show got a lot of things right.
1: I think it's funny that she claims that, oh, it's so bad that David Icke modeled his conspiracy theories around a, you know, show in the 80s when her own vice and the, what we just call it, the left-wing Communist Party created um, their whole idea from a book in the 40s called 1984. Sorry, it took a long way to get there.
6: (laughs) You're good. Uh, the, uh, the rest of this video is I didn't, that, that was the, well, I got one more, but it's from the end, but this video is, it's all fake moon landing. Um, my official note says if you've done your research, you'd know, Ike isn't into the whole quote moon thing, uh, which is the moon a projection. I mean, I would, uh, I wouldn't argue it. I I could, I could fuck with that. I think. Especially when we get into some other shit here tonight, uh, but yeah, Kubrick, The Shining, faking the moon landing. Well, is of- the
1: moon a projection or is it hollow, like you said?
6: Is it a balloon? A it's, it's a balloon? hollow. It's a hollow surface that they're projecting on.
1: Is it like a ship that can't, you know, that's sitting up there because it's floating just like a, <laughs> a ship would on water.
6: It's a giant air hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, eyes wide shut, of course, which is funny because I don't know if you've ever heard this story. I, I I'm blanking on the woman's name, but she was out of Australia and she had accused Nicole Kidman's father of some pretty uh, heinous trafficking and abuse so i just thought it was interesting that they spent so much time focusing on this movie when within a couple degrees of separation you've got this uh fairly detailed she's she's been around she's um in the sense that she's she has a lot of of her content online um granted it's been a minute since i've looked at any of it so i don't know what's been struck down realistically Uh, But one of the things that I kind of got into was their whole Operation Mindfuck um, because I had started a documentary that Adam had recommended on No Agenda called Can't Get You Out of My Head. Uh, I I don't know. Have you heard anything about this documentary? No. It's pretty fascinating. I I really like the um, uh, Mal's wife's role in regards to the color revolution. Uh, There's there's lots and lots of old footage, lots of fucking old footage. Which is, it's it's definitely got a spin to it, but other parts, especially this whole Bavarian Illuminati and the Playboy connection, it gets really fascinating. So, a friend of Lee Harvey Oswald wrote a book which almost hand-in-hand um, hand mirrored the story of Lee Harvey Oswald as far as him assassinating the president. And this dude thinks, oh, well, this is just one giant fucking coincidence, Um, But there's a sort of latent paranoia that a lot of Westerners feel. So there was these conspiracies popping up around this time. Naturally, you know, Kennedy had just gotten assassinated. So what he started doing was writing in letters to Robert Anton Wilson, who was an editor at Playboy at the time. And they seeded the concept for the Illuminati In the uh, in the public lexicon, Um, it's very interesting stuff. It would it would definitely be worth a pursuit only in the regards of uh, we've we've kind of touched on meme magic before. And it's my suspicions. This is exactly what's going on with uh, with this guy. He memed in some degree of a dead cult into existence again it's really fucking weird but I think it, I think it could be I think it could be a good show I think it could be a good show uh would you like to hear the question that um Sir Cedar asked David Icke for me yes oh wait I'm sorry I lied there was a uh, there was one more I am my apologies I had one more from Vice this is the uh X-Files bit and um your little your little fun tidings at the end
7: To really understand the model which modern conspiracy theories largely follow, we actually have to look at another bit of 90s pop culture. In The X-Files, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully are two FBI agents assigned to investigate unsolved cases involving paranormal activity. Week after week, episode after episode, Mulder and Scully find themselves going deeper and deeper into, guess what, a massive government conspiracy, which, guess what, involves an alien race infiltrating positions of power on Earth using, guess what, a virus, to infect and control their human host. The story has to escalate, it can never resolve, because no resolution could ever be satisfactory for the scale of the questions being asked. The X-Files became the third longest-running sci-fi show in American TV history. Its slogans, the truth is out there, and trust no one, coming to define the paranoid fantasy style of the online conspiracy hunter. The truth is out there. It probably just doesn't involve anti-Semitic space lizard fantasies, fake moon landings or billionaire sex cults. It's likely based on something a lot more boring, like interest rates or filibusters or something. (laughs)
6: <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I thought you liked that last little bit there.
1: God. filibuster some. Whatever a filibuster
6: is, it's fucked up, man. I don't. Um, I just I don't see how someone could have the const uh constitution like the you know the emotional fortitude to try and um uh tie an archetype, which I would consider lizard people on archetype. It's it's more of an idea. Is it physical lizard people? That would be fucking amazing, but it's more probably interdimensional vampire space lizards that possess the, the bod- bodies of people. There are what the
1: white papers that have been written about the interdimensional vampires. Um, tell
6: it, tell all about it. Well, no, I just, it, it really, I think it's really disappointing that they would take such tragedy to use as a, um, sort of a fucking pry bar or something to keep something, keep a lid on a conversation or just a train of thought. Yeah. Archons. Exactly. Um, Oh, that's a perfect question. I wonder if the vaccines changes something in our DNA to make us edible. Wow.
1: Well, maybe that's the synthetic beef that uh, Bill Gates has been talking about.
6: Well, uh, not to give too much of a spoiler alert, because you would have to scroll for literally fucking ever. But if you go and check out the last two words of our show notes, you'll see the raging synchronicity that just occurred there. That's uh, that's pretty phenomenal, if you ask me. I like it. That's the sort of shit we live for on this show. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do these two um, two clips from Absent Six Pack real quick.
5: He was wondering about uh, LED lights or or uh, Wi-Fi enabled smart lights. What those do
3: it's interesting that you come up with that question now because it also relates to the field uh, because what they're doing is seeking to change or dominate dictate the frequency of the field and the information in the field via technology you know if you if you take that that field concept and then you apply it to people like Elon Musk and uh, and others Amazon as well putting up low um, orbital satellites to fire 5G etc at the Earth. Well, what is that doing to the field? What 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 is the what is the 5G frequency uh, from whatever source it's being generated through the masts or the satellites? What's that doing to the field? And and you know when I um, look back, when I was born, I was born in 1952. The the radiation, the technologically generated radiation um, in 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 the field around us, the all around us, in other words, in the field, is millions of times greater than it was when I was a kid. Uh, and this is affecting the field. And again, if you're not in your power in terms of your consciousness and your self-identity, if you you have a belief that you're just little me and have no power, well, that um, opens you up to being affected by the field and you far less affecting the field because you don't think, you know, I mean, you won't think, oh, I I can't affect the field, but the same principle applies. I have no power, so I cannot uh, impact upon the world, what I would call the field, They say the world, and therefore the the field, the world, will impact upon you, and you'll become uh, basically controlled by it in your perceptions and everything.
6: You going to impact the world, or are you going to let the world impact you, bruh? (laughs) 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 That's
3: great.
1: But he's, he's just talking simple religion there, you know, that to me, what he's just saying is, you know, do you believe in and exchange the field with uh, God or Christ or
6: whatever, you know, you could and, say, um, you could say the collective and, conscious, you know, the whole, yeah, whatever whole electric sand. I, I, I could, I could, and, put and, and, and there's, sand. and it's true though.
1: It's, I, it's belief is true. Um, in in anything, I have changed my life. I moved and did things, and because I knew that I had to, I wanted to. I set my mind to believe that it was going to happen, and it happened. And it and it you know, and it all starts from what just a belief, nothing else. You know, I wasn't able because I had money to do shit. I had to come up with an idea, a plan, and put it into action. <clears throat> and um and and it is over. It is because of faith. You know, and that's what it, that is is too what i think david ike is, is saying there is a faith a belief in you know maybe i'm looking at it wrong I, you know just listen to that one time but um you know it's a faith that if you just sit down and don't do anything you know you're gonna those negative vibrations those negative waves are going to consume you and and they get heavier and heavier lower and lower you know you have to work your way up into a higher more positive vibration
6: and, and then it makes and all you of those, infected. it gets right. you infected so that you start broadcasting those negative waves so yeah it's absolutely totally there with it exists, you exist,
1: man. Belief vibrations, they all exist and you can call it whatever you want. You know, it's a, it, you know, like I'm saying, it could be just vibrations. It could be a belief in God and Christ, or, or it could be, uh, because of aliens shooting vibrations into our satellites, <laughs> you know, it's possible. You know?
6: Well, um, we'll, uh, finish this up with a uh, clip two here.
3: But when you, um, when you come into your power, when, when you stop self-identifying with transitory labels of a human life and start self-identifying with being the consciousness, potentially infinite awareness, having those experiences, the, the consciousness is you. Um, then you come into your power. First of all, you start accessing um, massively expanded levels of consciousness, massively expanded levels of frequency which 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 you are now manifesting through that connection in this field and now you start affecting the field and and not just in the sense of um affecting it in ways of of affecting other people but you affect the field in the sense that you now are in 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 your own power um not letting the field impact upon you in anything like the same way because if if you just um uh just if you, people just visualized, uh, you know, living in a bubble and the, the bubble is weak, and therefore the field is impacting massively on the bubble. And then um, imagine a a, a, a a bubble, a consciousness bubble that's immensely bright and powerful. Now, this field cannot impact upon that in the same way. Uh, and th- this is why, all the way through human history, um, the powers and the authorities, right to present day, have sought to um, keep from the population the true nature of who they are. Because once we wake up to that, <laughs> it's game over. Um, and and they're desperate for us not to do that.
6: Game over, man. Game. Game over. Game over, man.
1: It's true, though. This is good shit, and they know it. I like and Ike. Fucking know, it. I man. I like and this Ike. is all uh, right. This is Sir Seat Sitter, right? Yeah. yeah. I am listening to this tomorrow. This I'm so uh, yeah turned on by that.
6: <laughs> Seriously, good stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, do you want to hit our last category, and then we can go into a quick intermission for tonight? Sure. Um. Would you like to know what our last category is? I would. That
1: would be interesting
6: to find out what it is. It is Space is Fake. And tonight, Space is Fake. Scientists think that there are dinosaur remains on the moon. This is an actual quotation from the article. Scientists are pretty fucking confident that there are bits of dinosaurs plastered all over that big old hunk of rock in the sky. Well, that's because
1: it fucking was a meteor that smashed into the earth. <laughs> That killed all the fucking dinosaurs and, and then back on the moon. A couple of aliens drove by and saw it was fucked up and hollowed it out because they needed all of the oil and the gold and the lithium from <laughs> inside out, of the
6: moon. Busted out all the windows. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And then they just put a you know, a dome where they could they ultimately came by for a while and rode motorcycles, space motorcycles on the inside of the moon, round and round. Like they'd have like 6 million of them going at once and no one would ever hit each other.
6: And that's that's how they actually get the moon to uh rotate at the same or the like the perfect mm-hmm. perfect fucking speed against the earth so it's always looking at this one side that's brilliant yeah. i like where your heads at with this it's true uh uh scientists reckon bits of dinosaurs fact check <laughs> for true <laughs> fact check for truth <laughs> for for true true yeah. uh like so, um if you've ever fucking jumped onto something to squish it, leaving bits of it to burst up and collide with nearby bodies, you'll understand what the scientists are positing. Uh the asteroid that sent the terrible thundered lizards and all of their mates to destination fucked, hit the earth so hard that the resulting hole it ripped in the atmosphere, sucked up and spat anything out in its path. Holy shit. <laughs> Just telling you it's like a splashback splashback the dinosaurs gave it away i haven't even read this article uh as the asteroid collided with the earth in the sky above it where there should have been air the rock had punched a hole of outer space vacuum in the atmosphere as the heavens rushed in to close this hole enormous volumes of earth were expelled into orbit and beyond all within a second two of impact jesus just kaboom (laughs) Just like that. Uh, We got ourselves a little blue beam action spotted in Dubai. Care to guess where this article comes from, or do you want to wait till we read through it?
1: Is it, uh, it, let me guess, it's uh, PBS.
6: No, 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 no. It is. It's Snopes. In February 2021, photographs and videos started to circulate on social media that supposedly showed two moons Hanging in the sky over Dubai. The quote objects seen in the video are actually digital proje- projections of the Martian moons, Phobos and Deimos, in celebration of Hope's probe's mar- approach to Mars. You're familiar with Bluebeam, right? No. The idea that they're going to project uh, an alien invasion. Well, first they would start with projecting some amalgamation of all the major world religions' gods. As one entity, so that they could unite all of religion, but then they would usher in the New World Order by staging a fake alien invasion, to which everyone could say, holy shit, look at those fucking aliens, we need to go kick some fucking alien ass right now, and then they're all behind the schemes going wink wink nudge nudge, you know what I mean? This article's from Snopes. The Mars mission is one of the biggest challenges of the country's history and one of the boldest initiatives of the UAE, conquer space. So to create awareness around this important fact, nothing better than to bring the two moons of Mars to Earth sounds like some fucking conquer shit, which they say right there, conquer space. Gulf News reported that two 100 meter cranes were used to display images of the two Martian moons over a 40 meter screen. That's pretty fucking big. Uh, they were designed to make it appear as if these two moons were hanging in the earth sky. Yeah, this is, this is totally fucking uh, some blue beam shit. If you'd ever ask me, um, it was too That would
1: be awesome. You know, if they do that, if they can pull that shit off, they deserve to rule the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a serious. I'm serious. It's like, all right, that was badass. Uh yeah, GG. Yeah. Good doing- game. <laughs> Good game. man. Yeah. 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 What where, where 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 can I get in on this? <laughs> what am I going I know I can run sound.
6: Yeah, right. You <laughs> want
1: do, do like ship sounds?
6: Are you a fan of Dave Matthews Band? Do, 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 boop, boop. No, I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. That's all you could play. It's the only thing you're gonna be able to play in the New World Order. Uh.
2: Crash into me! Crash into me! <laughs>
6: uh we got one more space is fake how jupiter set off a chain of events that killed the dinosaurs so allegedly this thing that jupiter spat out is what caused the dinosaurs to end up plastered all over the moon it was a fragment from a large long period comet pushed into a sun grazing orbit by jupiter it was uh, likely the source of an impact that slammed into the gulf of mexico some 66 million years ago This is one of my favorite parts about this article. So you're like maybe a paragraph and a half in, and then just a singular line, separate from everything else, completely bolded out. And it could happen again
1: at any moment, unless (laughs) this
6: this could happen to you.
1: So that's why you need to get on board with Al Gore's Green New Deal.
6: I invented the internet.
1: You build the demagnetation shields that will divert any meteors heading our way 50 billion times the speed of light, you know? It'll save us. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? We're all like, everybody's got a lockdown because of COVID. It's like, man, some shit can be coming that we can't see, you know, and it could kill us at any second.
6: Yeah, some, some alien invasions, <laughs> you know? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And
1: we, and we want to stop everything from happening in order to be safe. How fucking stupid is everybody?
6: God, I hate people. Uh, So it sounds like this was a um, fragment of a comet. Uh, one that passed close to the sun and it became gravitationally disrupted. Sounds like a, a diagnosable treatment or diagnosable condition. Um, theory predicts an increase in the chances of long period com- comets impacting the earth by a factor of about 10. Holy shit. This could happen to you. Um, I thought they were going to go into some climate change here. Shit. Of course, active vulca- uh, volcanism may have played a role in the demise of the (laughs) doctors of the dinosaurs, but the main trigger still seems to be a giant impactor which slammed in the Yucatan Peninsula. So, fuck you, Jupiter, I guess. Killing all the dinosaurs like that, driving them underground so they'd have to morph and mutate and then ascend to a higher plane of existence so they become our scaly, cold-blooded overlords. Who knows?
1: Well, see, the battle is ongoing. It still is happening. It, w- it was just a, maybe eight years ago or 10 years ago when um, the shots, the return fire hit. Uh, it was four meteors hit Jupiter, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a return fire.
6: We were always at war with Jupiter.
1: Yeah, still is ongoing. <laughs> they have not surrendered.
6: Uh, well, I think we're at our intermission here. Um The run time For that for you Mike Uh Cause I gotta go Check in on some stuff I knew where I'd put My fucking show notes Uh, That's uh 10 minutes and 30 seconds We got some Fun stuff lined up For everyone tonight Encourage you to stick around Or go grab a drink refill Um Or go get some fresh air Motherfucker I like fresh air Um But yeah I hope uh Everybody enjoys this mix Um Malachi you might recognize This tune It's called Ballad of Roscoe Perkins (laughs) Multimodal- fantastic is any notion that there are answers beyond the realm of science. Science, 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 science,
7: science, 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 heart, heart, science. Whatever extreme cases I have encountered,
5: I have encountered, I have always viewed through the lens of science, 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 science. I am talking about extraterrestrial life alive on this planet. But
4: where's the science in all of this, Molly?
5: This is the essence of science. You ask an impertinent question, and you're on your way to a pertinent
6: answer. Science fiction. Science fiction. Science fiction. Science fiction. All that is science fiction. It doesn't hold a Rock, 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 rock of Water. Give me something in the way of
7: proof. Science, 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 science. Help me find some science that I can hang this on. Listen, Mulder. What you can't question is the science. Listen, Mulder. I don't think the science works that way. Listen, Mulder. The science makes no sense to me. Listen, Mulder. What you can't question is the science, 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 science. You know, I've always held science as sacred art science. based on the science, based on the science. Even science can't explain how lightning works. Look, I've had my fair share of outrageous conspiracy theories. Okay, so cut the mystery crap and get to the science.
6: The gained notoriety a couple of years ago when the band was charged uh, with violating ABC rules, banning nudity after one of the uh, band members' costume accidentally fell off. The Music is rated that's, that's sold in lie. stores. Why not a ratings for music that's performed live in concert?
2: What? Get to city council! Destroy! They cannot govern Gua. They cannot tell you what to do. They cannot raise our jobs. We will destroy them and line the streets of this city with their crucified corpses. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if we could lose the persona
5: just for a minute and talk about the business side of what you do, uh, let's say I'm a promoter and I can get you a national tour, major arenas, but you've got to clean up your act a bit. You've got to go along with a rating system. Would you do it?
2: I would sodomize him on public television to a nationwide audience of fecal midgets.
5: All right.
6: Odarius, Eurongus, and members of the band Guar, thanks for joining us.
5: Just about half of their 15 minutes of fame.
6: a little track dr turtle finger olympics uh we're back welcome back to the second half of show uh malachi has lost his internet connection uh i don't know if he'll be joining us again for tonight um i'm guessing probably not um so we'll just we'll just uh kind of plow on through um it's been and i kind of mentioned this before the uh show started for the pre-stream things that kind of uh, taking a turn here in a lot of regards, so I, I didn't uh, take as much time as I was originally intending for the second half of the New Order of Barbarians, which we covered last week with Sir Seat Sitter, um, in the sense that I didn't get the clips that I was wanting to pull, but I do have a fuck ton of quotations from the document, which is a transcription straight from the cassette tapes, which is something that we were touching on last week. So. You know, there's uh there's some other stuff going on here uh, tonight so we'll probably not do a super long episode maybe we'll do it for a part three maybe it was something that um, you know wasn't meant to be at this point in time maybe it was a little more than uh maybe it was biting into something without as much preparation as you should have put into it. But I digress. So just to catch us back up with where we were last week, this is the intro into New Order of Barbarians.
5: There has been much written and much said by some people who have looked at all the changes that have occurred in American society in the past 20 years or so, and who have looked then retrospectively to earlier history of the United States and indeed of the world and come to the conclusion that there is a that there is a conspiracy of sorts <clears throat> which influences, indeed controls, major historical events not only in the United States but around the world. This conspiratorial interpretation of history is based on people making observations from the outside, gathering evidence and coming to the conclusion that from the outside they see a conspiracy. Their evidence and conclusion are based on evidence gathered in retrospect, period.
6: So this is a retelling of a presentation that was given in 1969 by a Dr. Richard Day. Um, It was, uh, like I said, it was a series of cassette tapes recorded by Randy Engel, um, blanking on the doctor's name. I don't have it specifically in front of me at the moment. Um, and he goes into about a four hour spiel on some of the actions that a ruling elite people that sh- sort of shape the current currents, I should say of the world's, so, uh, some of the actions and, uh, schemes essentially that they were planning. One quote that stands out uh, right here, it's, it's damn near smack in the beginning is everything is in place and nobody can stop us now. Um, you know, give that 40 plus, uh, what, 2020, 2021, what is that? 60, 60 plus years. I mean, they given a lot of the stuff that they delve into in this piece of content, I mean, that's what it is. It's content. Um, there's definite, there's definite um, moments that kind of harken to shit that's going on, uh, going on today. Oh, clip two doesn't work for the intro. Fuck it. Uh, people will have to get used to change. So used to change that they'll be expecting change. Nothing will be permanent. People are too trusting. People don't ask the right questions. Sometimes being too trusting was equaled with being dumb. But sometimes when, when he would say people don't ask the right questions, it was almost with a sense of regret as if, He were uneasy with what he was a part of and wished that people would challenge it and maybe not be so trusting. And something that really stands out about this uh, particular statement is this meme in conspiracy theory culture where to pay off the sort of karmic debt to protect them from the backlash, I guess, of uh, using some dark arts trained sort of shit, they have to explain what they're doing in broad, um, in plain view and through symbolism and hidden meanings. People, people trust that it's just, uh, just fiction kind of thinking back to the vice video earlier, where people see these sort of recurring themes and ideas in shining that leads them to, to say that, you know, something like the moon landing was faked. Are those people too trusting? Are they too trusting of a, of a, of a memed idea Something that could be total You know, total bullshit um, I do, Not that this uh, particular episode Is on the moon landing But apparently we can't go back Because they lost all the files Shit's crazy, blows my mind uh, Speaking on the I should have stated it earlier But the uh, as above, so below Sort of idea That everything's got a Sort of profane And a sacred nature he says, everything has two purposes. One of the ostensible purpose, which will make it acceptable to people. And second is the real purpose, which will further the goals of establishing the new system and having it, i.e. getting people to ask for more security, more protections. It's uh, kind of like a CD case almost. That's It's not really related to, uh, <laughs> well, maybe it is. Maybe based off of some of the stuff they go into early, uh, a little later. As far as entertainment is a tool to control the CD, it's uh, with the with the CD case being a square sort of profane object where energy collides in at corners and being of the material world of Earthland of the thing that you see on the shelf, while the sacred object, the disc, hangs out inside the the the, the, the circle with the message, you know, the heavenly body. That's usually that's usually the, the go to idea for me when um, whenever we sort of touch that Crowley idea of as above so below. Um, this is definitely something that we we touched on last week with uh, with Sir Seat Sitter. was population control. Uh, Day says that the population is growing too fast. Numbers of people living at one time. At, at any one time on the planet must be limited or we will run out of space to live we will outgrow our food supply and we will over pollute the world with our waste um i forgot to mention the part where they'll make a killing off of the waste uh we won't outgrow our food supply because uh we always have that soylent green option it's always always a contender you can always Count on some silent green. Uh, permission to have babies. Most families would be limited to two. Um, and that's a that's a different thing with the China one child policy. And it's fucked up how um how it sort of decimated a generation of um female babies. You know, it's it's really fucked up. Um, there admittedly there was a point in time where uh in my more liberal stance, I I thought well maybe. Maybe you could incentivize, you know, something to to help kind of wrangle in the numbers. Maybe you could incentivize people to limit the number of kids that they have by paying out some sort of state check. But with everything that's gone on and the ways that I've come to understand things, that just sounds like a terrible plan. So I've definitely rescinded on that one. Uh, Zero population growth is and this is. 1988 when he gave these, uh, these talks, so it's, uh, negative, uh, sorry, zero population growth is 2.1 children per completed family. So that's something like every 10th family might be allowed the privilege of a third baby up until this point, the word population control. And this is something that we, uh, we, I, I wish all these clips were working from last week, but I'm not even going to fucking worry about it. The word population control primarily connotated limiting the number of babies to be born, but this remark about what people would be allowed and then what followed made it clear that when you hear population control, that means more than just controlling births. It means control of every endeavor of an entire of the entire world population, a much broader meaning to that term than I had ever attached to it before hearing this. Next section is redirecting the purpose of sex, sex without reproduction and reproduction without sex. I mean, this is some straight up (laughs) brave new world sort of shenanigans. Chemicals in the food and in the water supply to reduce the sex drive are not practical. The strategy then would be not to diminish sex activity, but to increase sex activity. But in such a way that people won't be having babies. And, um... Kind of like we had stated last week. This is a fairly hardcore uh, Christian publication. I want to say Christian specifically because I think these sort of folks would be highly skeptical of the neocon sort of agendas and things of that nature. Uh, maybe maybe they are conservative. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't assume. But they're they're fairly uh, <laughs> after reading, especially through the interview that's at the end of this um, at the end of these tapes. So, you know they're very anti-sex activity and um you know very very prudish people um they have they take issue with the gay community using the term gay to describe their lifestyles they they think it's a co-opting of the word um which i don't really i don't agree with you know some of the stuff it's 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 not hard to look through but you just don't want to pay attention to it and give it the time of day it's it's dumb it sucks but at the, on the flip side, as above, so below. There's still some rather intriguing insights that uh, that at this point kind of transcended time. I'd have to imagine. Uh, maybe that maybe that's a long way, a long-winded way to say the views represented here do not uh, necessarily represent the views of the one speaking here. Probably an easier way to say it. Contraception would be strongly encouraged, and would be connected so po- uh, closely in people's minds with sex that they would automatically think contraception when they were thinking or preparing for sex. Remember, folks, even if it is a quickie, wrap that sticky. This kind of openness was a way of suggesting that that contraceptives are just as much a part of life as any other items sold in the store, and they would be advertised. Uh, They would be dispensed in schools and associations with sex education. I mean, I never saw any condoms or uh, any other sort of... um, contraceptives in school up until college. That was the first time over in the health clinic. Uh, same with sex education. I mean, they tried to do something, some sort of class in sixth grade. Uh, didn't really pay attention all that much. Um, it was to get in kids interested early, making the connection between sex and the need for concert- contraception early in their lives, even before they became very active. See at this turn, when they sort of have musings on how much of this revolves around, uh, sort of co-opting the children and over sexualizing the children that that's something I can be more behind that, that makes more sense to me because you can see it. I mean, look at the fucking the cuties movie and look what cuties is based off of. Uh, Again, this is another uh, topic. I just, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't agree with their stance, but tax funded abortion is population control. We said it would no longer be a crime. Abortion would be accepted as normal and would be paid for by taxes for people who cannot pay for their own abortions. Contraceptives would be made more available by tax money so that nobody would have to do without contraceptives. If school sex programs would lead to more pregnancies and children, it was really seen as no problem. Um, anything goes. I mean, here's another... Another dig into homosexuality. Uh, it's to be encouraged. They would be given permission. I mean, honestly, I don't really want to There was something pretty interesting in here. It's not just the amount of skin that is expressed, exposed, that makes clothing sexually seductive, but other, more subtle things are often more suggestive. Things like movement, the cut of clothing, and the kind of fabric, the positioning of accessories on the clothing. But there was not detail in what he meant by provocative clothing. But since that time, if you watch the change in clothing styles, blue jeans are cut in a way that they're more tight-fitting through the crotch. They form wrinkles. Wrinkles essentially are arrows, lines which direct one's visions to certain anatomic areas. So, I mean, they're they're really stretching some of this stuff. I like it. I, I see exactly what they're uh, what they're trying to paint with that sort of terminology. Uh, maybe 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 it is exactly designed to wrinkle in that way. I mean, that would be pretty impressive. But at this point, you know, if you can. You can believe it; it can uh, it can become true. Uh, technology. You would have sex without reproduction, and then technology was reproduction without sex, which is something we've touched on uh, not too long ago. This would be done in a labo- 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 laboratory. He indicated that already much much research was underway about making babies in a laboratory, and in turn, families to diminish importance. This is a this is a big one. I could I could really I could really stand behind this. I mean. There was just something about Disney. Always couldn't stand as a kid. Let me take a swig of moonshine. Sort of greasy, screw. <laughs> greasy, <screw. sighs> excuse me, Greases gears a little bit. The way uh, Disney just hyper um, vigilizes protagonists that have some sort of broken family that they're coming from that they have to transcend before they can become the true hero of the story i I never i never cared for disney movies um they go on to say here divorce would be made easier and more prevalent i don't have any numbers i I'm i'm assuming that it's a fairly high number these days uh most people who will marry will marry more than once more people will not marry unmarried people would stay in hotels and even live together i mean that's I'm, I'm sure at some point in, the, in in these folks' lifetimes, there was two beds in the bedroom when the couples went to sleep. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be too disparaging, but come on, like, <laughs> we know these people are uh, fairly uh, fairly staunch in their beliefs. This next part's kind of interesting. Um, so they, they state more women will work outside the home, more men will be transferred to other cities, and... In their jobs, more men would travel in their work, therefore it would be harder for families to stay together. This would tend to make the marriage relationship less stable and therefore tend to make people less willing to have babies, and the extended families would be smaller and more remote. Traveler would be easier, less expensive for a while, so that people who did not have to travel would feel that they could get back to their families, not that they were abruptly being made remote from their families, but one of the net effects of easier divorce laws combined with the promotion of travel and transferring families from one city to another was to create instability in the families. If if both husband and wife are working and one partner gets transferred, the other one may not be easily transferred. So... One either gives up his or her job and stays behind where the other leaves, or else gives up the job and risks not finding employment in the new location. (laughs) Rather a diabolical approach to this whole thing. Uh, I believe this is actually where we stopped off last week. Euthanasia and the Demise Pill. What a totally sinister-sounding title, Demise Pill. I mean, it, it absolutely sums up exactly what it's there about everybody has a right to live for only so long the old are no longer useful they become a burden you should be ready to accept death most people are an arbitrary age limit could be established after all you have a right to only so many steak dinners so many orgasms and so many good pleasures in life and after you've had enough of them and you're no longer productive working and contributing and you should be ready to step aside for the next generation. Uh, one way that they, or sorry, I should say a handful of ways that they look at uh, pushing this on to an older, genera- older generation, older population. Um, it's the use of a very pale printing ink. So it's harder for them to, to make it out on the paper. Automobile traffic patterns, there would be more high speed traffic lanes, traffic p- uh, patterns that would change. Older people with their slower reflexes would have trouble dealing with them and and thus tend to lose some of their independence. Uh, Limiting access to affordable medical care makes eliminating the elderly easier. I mean, this is a really dark fucking subject. Maybe this wasn't the most appropriate thing to try and jump into tonight. But at this point, fuck it. The cost of medical care would be made burdensomely high. Medical care would be connected very closely with one's work, but would also be made very, very high in cost, so that it would be simply unavailable to people beyond a certain time. And unless they had a remarkably rich supporting family, they would just have to do without care. And the idea was that if everybody says enough, what a burden it is on the young to try and maintain the old people, then the young would become agreeable to helping mom and dad along the way, providing this was done humanely and with dignity. Then the example was there could be like a nice farewell party, a real celebration. Mom and dad had done a good job. And then after the party's over, they take the quote demise pill, uh, planning the control over medicine. I mean, this, this I, I'd say is, uh, Fairly capable, talking about itself in the regards to 2020, would be profound changes in the practice of medicine, which would be more tightly controlled. The observation was made Congress is not going to go along with the national health insurance that in 1969, he said, is now abundantly evident, but it's not necessary. We have other ways to control health care. These would come about more gradually but all healthcare delivery would come under tight control. Medical care would be closely connected to work. And if you don't work or can't work, you won't have access to medical care. The days of hospitals giving away free care would gradually wind down to where it is virtually non-existent costs would be forced up so that people won't be able to afford to go without insurance. People pay, you pay for it, you're entitled to it. It was only uh, subsequent, subsequent, subs, subs, subs in a water, boots on the ground subsequently that I began to realize the extent to which you would not be paying for it. Your medical care would not be paid for by others. Excuse me. Your medical care would be paid for by others. And therefore you would gra- gratefully accept on bended knee what was offered to you as a privilege. Your role being responsible for your own care would be diminished. Uh, say you're charged $600 for the cost of an operating room. Insurance does not pay that. They pay three or $400. And that differential in billing has the desired effect enables the company to pay for that, which you can never pay for. They, they get a discount that's unavailable to you. When you see your bill and you're grateful that the insurance company could do that. And this, and and, in this way you are dependent and virtually required to have insurance. The whole billing is fraudulent. Uh, They go into a little more about identification need, need, needing uh, to be had to get into hospitals, increased security, um theft of hospital equipment things like well typewriters and microscopes and so forth would be allowed and exaggerated uh this would be the excuse needed to establish the need for strict security uh anyone moving throughout the hospital would be required to wear identification um i don't know about that you know i don't i really try and not spend any time in hospitals um this part's pretty fucking fascinating. If, uh, if you've heard one of the recent clips of Justin Trudeau in, in uh, c- uh, Canada, it was observed that hospitals could be used to confine people for the treatment of criminals. This did not mean necessarily medical treatment. At that, at that time, I did not know the word psychoprison is in the uh, Soviet Union, but without trying to recall all the details, basically he was describing the use of hospitals for treating the sick and confinement of criminals for reasons other than the medical well-being of the criminal, uh, elimination of private doctors, um, solar practitioner become a thing of the past. A few diehards might try and hold out. Group practice would be encouraged. Uh, I'm not sure what the term HMO is. I should have looked that one up earlier. Uh, but he says it was not used at the time. But as you look at HMOs, you see this is the way that medical care is being taken over since the National Health Institute. insurance National Health Insurance approach did not get through the Congress. A um, few diehard doctors might try and make a go of it going solo or remaining solo. But uh, they would suffer a great loss in income. New difficult-to-diagnose and untreatable diseases. Oh. He said that there would be new diseases to appear, which had not ever been seen before. It would be very difficult to diagnose untreatable, at least for a long time. No elaboration was made on this, but I remember not long after hearing this presentation when I had had a puzzling diagnosis to make, I would be wondering, is this what he was talking about? Is this a case of what he was talking about? Some years later, as AIDS ultimately developed, I think AIDS was at least one example of what he was talking about. I now think that AIDS was probably a manufactured disease. Uh, Suppressing uh, cancer cures is the next section. Uh, Dr. Day was quoted, we can cure almost every cancer right now. Information is on file at the Rockefeller Institute. If it's ever decided that it should be released, but consider if people stop dying of cancer, how rapidly would we become overpopulated? You might, you may as well die of cancer as something else. Uh, it's just, it's so fucked up. And this is, this is another thing that I'm with. I, um, you know, I, I wish I could explain it. I wish I had a silver bullet to drop all the evidence in a perfect little package at your doorstep. I don't. Cause if I did, we wouldn't be having this conversation because it would already be out and available. I don't know. Inducing heart attacks as a form of assassination. This is something the CIA was busted on. There is now a way to simulate a real heart attack. and can be used as means of assassination. Although only a very skilled pathologist would know exactly what to look for. Uh, yeah. CIA went on trial for this. Uh, lots of stuff about, you know, dieting, uh, I guess running is going to be the most popular sort of exercise. Um, they're going to put out diet information. It's up to the people to eat right, do right by their own body. All the junk food is a trap, essentially. Uh, uh, restaurants are designed to get people out of the house and not eat on their own food supply, and thus uh, fracturing the family a little more. Um Convenience foods would be part of the hazards. Anyone who was lazy enough to want the convenience foods rather than fixing his own had uh, better be energetic enough to exercise because if they were too lazy to exercise, um, then they didn't deserve to live very long. This is all presented as sort of a moral judgment about people and what they should do with their energies. People who are smart, who would learn about nutrition, who would discipline enough to eat right and exercise right are better people and the kind that you want to live longer. Shit's hard to read through. Uh, It's just talk about those negative, uh, (laughs) those negative vibrations. Um, This one kind of rings a bell. If um, you're a listener of No Agenda, John C. Dvorak has had a couple of presentations about um, Howard Zen and and the way education is being used as a tool. And there was a statement, we think that we can push evolution faster and in the direction we want to go. Um, and I think that starts on the, uh, early onset of, uh, of kids, the young ones, blending all religions. We touched on that tonight with the blue beam, uh, old religions will have to go, especially Christianity. Um, they're not compatible with the changes to come. Uh, once the Roman Catholic church is brought down, the rest of Christianity will follow. Then a new religion can be accepted. Uh, I wonder if that's science. That's my quotation. It will be incorporated. It will incorporate something from all over the old ones to make it more easy for people to accept it and feel home in it. Uh, but most people won't be too concerned with religion. They will realize that they don't need it. Uh, changing the Bible through revisions of key, key words so they would go through and take specific words in the Bibles, changing them uh, ever so slightly altering the definition of uh, specific words. Um, I was seeing if there was any specific examples. I think mass was one of them. Um, uh, the churches will help us. He kind of ponders w- whether or not people can really get away with this through the, uh, use of the church's help. Um, and he thinks at the time, no, that they won't. And, uh, he's got a Bible verse in here. Thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Um, I'm not sure how that really relates to that specific, the churches will help us quote. Um, but he seems to agree, <laughs> restructuring education as a tool of indoctrination. Another area of discussion was education. And one of the things in connection with education that remember connect, uh, that I remembered connecting with what he had said, uh, was in addition to changing the Bible, he said that the classics in literature would have to be changed. I mean, that that's kind of a, kind of a given. I mean, can't have all that old knowledge floating around. He seems to recall that Mark Twain's writings were given as one example, but he said the casual reader reading a revised version of a classic would never even suspect that there was any change, and somebody would have to go through word by word to recognize that any change was made in these classics. The changes would be so subtle, but the changes would uh, be such as to, remote, excuse me, to promote the acceptability of the new system. Biggest thing this reminds me of. I don't remember who I would heard it from, but they were they had concerns or hesitations about uh buying a Kindle and reading ePub books, digital books because they would not be able to verify if the wording had been changed, which I always thought was a pretty profound thought. I wish I could remember who it was. Um uh more time in schools, but they wouldn't learn anything in reg- uh, as regard as regarding education. He indicated that kids would spend more time in schools, but in many schools, they wouldn't learn anything. They'll learn some things, but not as much formally. Better schools in better areas with better people, their kids will learn more. In better schools, learning would be accelerated. He goes on with his, uh, pushing evolution things. By pushing kids to learn more, uh... Suggesting that their brains would evolve, that their offspring would evolve, sort of pushing evolution where kids would learn and be more intelligent at a younger age. You know, trying to get kids to just grow up into little baby adults uh, almost instantaneously. As if this pushing would alter their physiology, overall schooling would be prolonged um uh, school was planned to go all summer and summer school vacation would become a thing of the past again this is something i know i don't really know anything about because i don't have any young uh, uh i don't have any children a and i don't have um anyone in the area that's got young kids Uh, It would take people longer to complete their education. Uh, What would originally have been a bachelor's program would now require advanced degrees and more schooling so that a lot of school time would be wasted time. Good schools become more competitive. Students would have to decide at a younger age what they would want to study and get onto their track early if they would qualify. It would be harder to change to another field of study once you get started. Studies would be concentrated in much greater depth but narrowed. You wouldn't have access to material in other fields outside of your own area of study without approval. And people would be very specialized in their own areas of expertise, but they wouldn't be able to get a broad education and they won't be able to understand what is going on overall. That just sounds like an expression of bureaucracy. Every little person has, you know, this tiny amount of uh micro control. It's one specific thing that they don't know shit about what's going on elsewhere. Yes, I I'm wondering if it wasn't uh, Adam as well to and um I want to say there was a stagehand too because uh, Brave New World had come up in conversation. That that's the one thing that I'm specifically remembering was a conversation of Brave New World on a Kindle. Uh, speaking of which, controlling who has access to information. He was already talking about computers in education at the time. He said anybody who wanted computer access or access to books that were not directly related to their field of study would have had a very good reason for doing so. Otherwise access would be uh, denied. This is kind of a fanciful thought. I don't think we're quite here yet, but I could fuck with the idea of a uh, social credit score sort of banning you from, um, you know, let's say, uh, you're a little too ambitious in your reading list of things that are not specifically put on a banned list, but, you know, if you read enough of these together in the right order, you'll ping some sort of fucking hate algorithm and it'll say, oh, guess what? You're, uh, you're breaking a little too loose and we're not going to let you uh, check out any more books. I mean, realistically, I don't know a ton of people are still going to libraries. Um, but again, that whole fucking falling down Black Mirror episode and the social credit score right there fucking block people from, uh, interacting and, in, day-to-day life and if you think earlier about how they were lauding in that vice video how conspiracy theorists will just take this idea in media and run with it we're not the ones projecting the future that we want to see we don't we we are not the ones that have the production value to go and you know hire these these script writers and these uh set dressers and these um production directors and all this other crazy shit. We're not the ones that have the money. We're not the ones that craft these stories. And then in turn have some sort of, what was the fucking Microsoft is um, building bots that can record the voice of people that have passed on. So it's almost like you're talking to the, the person that was there who is no longer there. That's a black mirror episode. Is that a crazy fucking conspiracy? Schools is the hub of the community. Um, I'm a homeschooled kid. (laughs) Got a different uh, understanding of what a hub is. Um, I definitely understand the sentiment. Um, They sort of uh, lament the idea of sandlot uh, football and uh, baseball games would be phased out so that the only source of interaction that kids had would be at schools. All of their extracurricular activities would be at school. But it also further pressure the kids into this performance based sort of uh, style of schooling. <coughs> this is another quote. The smartest ones will learn how to cope with pressures and to survive. There will be some help available to students in handling stress, but the unfit won't be able to make it. They will, uh, they will then move on to other things, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. He indicated that the psychiatric services to help uh, would be increased dramatically and all that, But in all the pushing for achievement, it was recognized that many people would need help. And the people worth keeping around would be able to accept and benefit from that help and still be super achievers. Those who could not would fall by the wayside and therefore were sort of dispensable. Quote, expendable, I guess is the word that he wants. There will always be new information that adults must have to keep up. When you can't keep up anymore, you're too old. This is another way of letting older people know that the time had come for them to move on and take the demise bill. So fucking dark. So fucking dark, but I feel that's a pretty prevalent theme in the book future shock where they keep updating the firmware for how all of the things run, how they're supposed to operate and updated. It's such a flurry that it's hard for people to catch their balance and stay on top of shit. This is a good one. Some books would just disappear from the libraries. Certain people would be designated to go to certain libraries and pick up certain books just to get rid of them, not necessarily as a matter of policy, just simply to steal it. Further down the line, not everybody will be allowed to own books, and some books nobody will be allowed to own. Uh, Changing laws, I mean, that kind of ties into this uh, constant updating of the firmware said uh, blue laws would be repealed, gambling laws would be repealed. He indicated that the government would get into gambling. <laughs> Why should all the gam- quote "Why should all that gambling money be kept in private hands when the state could benefit from it? Uh it would become a civil activity rather than a private or illegal activity. Anti-laws, antitrust laws would be changed or interpreted, interpreted interpreted differently, or both. In connection with the changing antitrust laws, there was some statement that in a sense competition would be increased, but this was this would be increased competition within otherwise controlled circumstances. So it's not a free competition. I recall of having the impression that it was like competition, but within members of a club, there would be nobody outside of the club to compete sort of, uh, sort of like teams competing within a national professional sports league, like the NFL or the uh, baseball leagues, encouragement of drug abuse to create a jungle atmosphere that I feel this would be a, uh, um, a pro pro spot to drop in that Joe Biden fearing of his children growing in a growing up in a racial jungle same sort of sentiment it's not one for one drug use would increase alcohol would, uh, alcohol use would be increased uh, law enforcement uh, efforts against drugs would be increased the war on drugs is so successful uh, why increase drug abuse and simultaneously increase law enforcement against drug abuse the idea, in part, is the increased availability of drugs would provide the sort of law of the jungle whereby the weak and the unfit would be selected out. Quote, Before the earth was overpopulated, there was a law of the jungle where only the fittest survived, and you had to be able to protect yourself against the elements and the wild animals and the disease. And if you were fit, you survived. But now we've become so civilized, we're over-civilized, and the unfit are enabled to survive only at the expense of expense of those who are more fit it's another dr day quote i really do appreciate this blurb news about drug abuse and law enforcement efforts would tend to keep drugs in the public consciousness you know you always got to keep keep it on the back burner keep it in the back of their brains you know this is your mind on drugs uh alcohol abuse would be both promoted and demoted at the same time the vulnerable and the weak would respond to the promotions and therefore use and abuse more alcohol restrictions on travel uh they this guy jokingly jests that it's more of a privilege it was kind of the high uh let's see sorry the idea was you'd promote the drug and alcohol abuse to screen out some of the unfit people who are otherwise pretty good would also be the subject of getting uh hooked and if they were really worth their salt they would um oh, i must have fucked up the notes here but essentially they the idea is that they're introducing more drugs and alcohol into the system so they can get people hooked so that they'll get behind the wheels of a vehicle and then that way they'd be able to clamp down on them uh, revoke their ability to travel freely in a vehicle um Another quote from Dr. Day. You think we're bad in promoting these evil things, but look how nice we are. We're also providing a way out. Problem reaction solution, man. Uh, Another category, the need for more jails and using hospitals as jails. More jails would be needed. Hospitals could serve as jails. Some new hospital construction would be designed so as to make them adaptable to jail like use. Uh, no more security. Nothing is permanent. Streets would be rerouted, renamed. Areas you had not seen in a while would become unfamiliar. Among other things, this would contribute to older people feeling that it was time to move on. People would feel that they couldn't keep even keep up with the changes in areas that they were once familiar. Vacant buildings would be allowed to stand empty and deteriorate, and streets would be allowed to deteriorate in certain localities. The purpose of this was to provide the jungle the the depressed atmosphere for the unfit somewhere in the same connection. He mentioned that buildings and bridges would be made so that they would collapse. After a while, there would be more accidents involving airplanes and railroads and automobiles. And all this was to contribute to the feeling of insecurity, that nothing was safe. I kind of wish Monty was here tonight, but uh, one time when we were in Atlanta um, and I was visiting with him, uh, I was on tour with a show. There was actually a bridge that had, Collapsed right outside of his fucking his uh place of employment and it shut it down because he just couldn't get access to it and there's so many um service vehicles there trying to clean it up. Let's see, we're on page twenty three of forty two. Something tells me I don't think we're gonna get through this full thing tonight. We're sitting at about two minutes and twenty two seconds. Let's do a couple more. Crime used to manage society. There would be created slums in other uh, areas well-maintained. Those people able to leave the slums for better areas would learn to better appreciate the importance of human accomplishment. This meant that if they left the jungle and came to civilization, so to speak, they could be proud of their own accomplishments that they made it. There was no related sympathy for those who were left behind in the jungle of drugs and deteriorating neighborhoods. Then a statement that was kind of surprising. We think that we can effectively limit crime to the slum areas, so it wouldn't spread heavily into better areas. Uh, better areas means more police, better coordinated police efforts. Um, support. Let's see. This is another quote from a different group, John Birch Society, and it says, "Quote: Support your local police. Don't let them get consolidated." Uh, let's see there would be a whole new industry of residential security systems knock knock ring doorbell anybody uh yeah i mean this whole little crime section it's just generate as much in in there in dr day's opinions i should i should state generate as much crime as possible and provide all of the of course the reaction and the solution in the, uh, in the guise of a police response, police efforts. I'd, I'd believe that. i buy that. Um, Man, this whole next section is fucking huge. I don't think we're going to touch it. The curtailment of American industrial preeminence. In a nutshell, he's going on about how the steel industry was moved out of the country. How a lot of the heavy manufacturing was moved out in order to stifle and crush the American uh, labor force. Uh, one thing that they would attempt to sort of garner the trust of the public is to start building American cars inferior and produce better cars from overseas, like uh, Germany and Japan. This would cause a real, like, oh, well, you know, this brand's a piece of shit. And it just happens to be made in America. And the competitor. Is releasing a product that's not designed around planned obsolescence, so they're able to get more years, more mileage out of their cars. They get a better reputation. It was all done in the guise of uh, of weakening the tr- um, the bonds of the American public and the American uh, manufacturing sector. I suppose we're pretty upset about this, and um, so like uh, the United States was seen as continuing to be the sort of the keystone of the global system that the heavy industry would have to be transported out um they've had enough enough environmental damage from smokestacks and industrial waste and some of the other people could be could put up with that for a while so i.e we'll just move all of our garbage and waste elsewhere this again was supposed to be a redeeming quality for americans to accept you took away our industry but you saved our environment so we really didn't lose on it it's a win-win situation after all Shifting populations, tearing the social roots. Population shifts were brought about so that people would be tending to move into the Sunbelt. They would be the sort of people without roots in their new uh, locations and traditions are easier to change in a place where there are a lot of transplanted people. As compared to trying to change change traditions in a place where people grew up and had an extended family where they had roots. Uh, This part's fucking fascinating to me. We take control first of the port cities. New York, San Francisco, Seattle. The idea being that this is a piece of strategy. The idea being that if you control the port cities with your philosophy and your way of life, the heartland in between has to yield. What a fucking... That that, that statement fucked me up. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh shit. This is probably the truest statement out of... Uh, This whole presentation, as far as it relates to what's going on today, if you look around most of the liberal areas of the country and progressively so are the sea coast cities, the heartland, the Midwest does seem to maintain some conservatism, but as you take away industry and jobs and relocate people, then this is a strategy to break down conservatism, take away the industry and people are employed, unemployed and poor. They will accept whatever change seems to offer them survival, and their morals and commitment to things will give way to only survival. Uh, some industry would remain. It was hoped and expected that the world's uh, worldwide specializ- specialization would be carried on, but, with, uh, but perhaps repeating myself, one of the upshots of all of this is that with this global interdependence, the national identities would tend to be de-emphasized. Each area depended on every other area for one or another element of its life. We would all become citizens of the world rather than citizens of any one country. Excuse me. A uh, little raspy here. Next section, sports as a tool of social change. I don't know how popular soccer is here in the states realistically i know my manager he really enjoys playing the fifa game for console um that's kind of what they're postulating here is that soccer would take over as the mainstay of american sports um they'd want to get rid of a uh, baseball because it's too american and then they would create a sort of discontent and antagonism as people resented the athletes being paid uh, absorbent amounts of money, and then they would begin, the athletes would begin to uh, more and more re- uh, resent themselves and what other players were paid, and would tend to abandon the sport. All of these high salaries could break the owners and alienate the fans. Um, they liked the violence in football and mel- met a psychological need. Uh, same for hockey, even though, even though the speaker is a fan of hockey. <sighs> Uh, gun control. I mean, we already kind of touched on that tonight. Hunting requires guns and gun control is a big element in all these plans. I don't remember the details much, but the idea is that gun ownership is a privilege and not everybody should have guns. Hunting was an inadequate excuse for owning guns and everybody should be restricted in gun ownership. The few privileged people who should be allowed to hunt can maybe rent or borrow a gun or maybe get it delivered via Amazon Air Drone. Uh, From official quarters rather than in their own or own their own. After all, everybody doesn't have a need for a gun is the way that it was put. Uh, We kind of get into some more of the uh, sort of tantalizing and sexual nature of the New Order of the Barbarians. This leaves us at page 28 of 42. I think it might be an appropriate time to call it because we're right at about two and a half hours for tonight. And quite frankly, I'm pretty fucking tired. But if you have been listening with us for tonight, appreciate you for coming along. It's been fun. It's a little little bit of a different uh, show for tonight. You know, still trying to get used to this idea of being live and having show notes think next up we're going to have to really pursue this MLA format style of writing. Part of me really wants to reach out to John C. DeVore. I could be like, hey, so if I wanted to learn how to like write real good, where would I go? I used to do it a lot in college and I really enjoyed it then. I think that's the next critical linchpin of this show is we got the flow of the show notes, which is Always been pretty important to me. Uh let's just get a little more focused with it, you know. The nuclear get uh get cooking. It would be cool after you know this whole show is done and over with after episode six thousand six hundred take all these show notes and compile them together into a book. That would be pretty amazing. I could be into that. I I think that would be uh it's like best case scenario if you ask me. me. If you like what you hear, come check us out behind the schemes.com SCH3M3S. You can email us at behind the schemes at protonmail.com SCH three M3S. If I can follow us on social media, excuse me, excuse me, Social Sesame. Yeah, we got a fucking feedback account. Yeah, we got a fucking Instagram account. Yeah, we got a fucking what's with the twits account. We don't use them. But we're there. At some point we might get we might get to the point where we're uh you know, doing proper announcements and shit like that. This is a really long outro, but I'm kinda I'm I'm appreciating the train of thought. Finally decompressing a little bit, you know, feel those positive vibes impact that field around you rather than have that field impact you. I mean, I say that shit like it's so fucking easy, but it's not. That's okay, I think. It should be okay. back next week as far as I'm aware for episode 35 I don't know what we're going to talk about yet we should probably finish New Order of the Barbarians, we'll make it a part 3 maybe I can bring some more clips maybe hold myself uh, accountable That's a, that's a good word yeah I think I'm uh I think I'm done I think I'm done ranting here for uh, not ranting but uh exfoliating (laughs) Uh, thank you for uh thank you for everybody that's uh listening live you can go to behindtheschemes.com check out the Scaly Show Mondays at 10.30 Eastern 9.30 Central check out our chat room hashtag green room the IRC channel at. uh I don't know void net void something If you're with, uh, if you're into the new agenda, it has been we're, we're that close. Just search channels, hashtag green room. No funny spellings. This time it's just G R E E N room. I talk longer than the music. I fucked it up. IRC node.net. Yes. Thank you to I, uh, kind of got caught with my pants down but in that regards i hope everybody has a fantastic night and you take care